0: This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible.
1: What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time, and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl Sasha. Thanks Chip legit and You are watching Going In Raw.
1: Oh baby, I like it raw. Oh baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned into Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey friend, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And anywhere fine podcasts are available, be sure to hit that subscribe button on the YouTube as well as that little notify bell to make sure you always know when new Going In Raw content is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, we're also available on the Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. See, I took a beat there to see if you were going to say the Patreon, but this time I'm going to say the Patreon. Good. I left one beat. Didn't get anything, so now I'm going to launch into it. Okay, I was reviewing notes quickly. Oh, no, that's totally fine. I understand that if you don't launch from the Patreon thing, it's because you got something better going on. <laughs> well, you no, have something I'm more not important. Really something better just something <laughs> else. You're contributing in your own way. Yeah. In your own vital, important way on the Patreon. Uh, so we've got any number. We've got a really great... Uh, we have a wealth of reward tiers um, that you guys can choose from to help support going in raw, including the best value $5 tier where you get the bonus non-news episode. Man, it went over really well. The first episode of non-news that came out this past Friday went over really, really well. People really seem to like it. It's all the news that you don't really need in pro wrestling. It's
2: not really news.
1: It's not really news. Like, for example, this past week, Jeff Jarrett had a huge announcement regarding the broken universe.
2: He thinks Impact owns it.
1: (laughs) Again, non-news. Again, non-news. That's been Impact's position for most. Hold on a second. Wait, I forgot. Is Jeff Jarrett... Uh, like an IP judge? Is he the judge overseeing no, the potential case? No, but he says since
2: to? he uh, lived in Nashville, yeah, you know, which is the home of the country music scene in right, America, right, at least, right, right. He knows IP.
1: And oh, copyright. right. But he has no deciding factor.
2: This <laughs> making sure that not, been, I not. I don't believe he has any ownership claim and impact. That would have been
1: that would have been huge news if he was the presiding judge over whatever this case might end up being. Well, I mean. <laughs>
2: He spent far too long in the wrestling ring to, to dedicate his life to uh,
1: ah, maybe, the, maybe not. be a judge. Maybe not. Um, We're also available at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro Wrestling com forward slash Go Ring or you know, Going In Raw. I, I finally did it, man. I finally submitted the OG Internet Tag Team Friendos oh, t shirt with the white and the yellow. Yeah, yeah. I went ahead and did that. Oh, also, if you want Impact Wrestling Reviews, Go to YouTube.com forward slash MF Steve here. Been getting a great response. That makes
2: me very happy. I'm being
1: honest. That makes me very happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the the thing. So we got got asked this a couple times on the Twitters. Are we going to review Ring of Honor's uh, best in the world? Yeah. And the problem is, given our work schedule working in tandem, look, I would love to review every wrestling thing in the world with you because it's simply a better product. Um, That being said... There's not, we just, we don't have the time in our schedule to sit here and talk about Impact for however long we'd need to talk about yeah. it.
2: I mean, as I mentioned before, Impact's on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. That's when I
1: put together the dirt sheet.
2: Right, exactly. I man. mean, yeah, I can DVR and watch it Friday, but then Friday isn't usually the day where I come over here to work.
1: Yeah, I know, exactly. And there's sort of like, there's a routine that we have, mm-hmm. in not only together, but in our own lives. And it's kind of opened me up to, okay, once the kid's down, I can come in here and watch and fast-forward through, you know, <laughs> in fact, I can fast-forward through the commercials. Um, and, uh, and so, but, you know, and a lot of people asking out there. Um, so I'll sort of use my channel a little bit in one regard as sort of an ancillary review thing. I'll run it past you first, say, hey, do you want to do this? If it's no, or can we do this? No. Then I might kick it over to my channel. Okay. So I'm like kind of mulling about maybe doing some Ring of Honor stuff on okay. my channel. Um, I but mean, I would love to watch. I would love to watch
2: Ring of Honor stuff. But yeah, it's just a matter of not enough hours. Of I the know. Day. Like
1: we're doing pay per view reviews now and stuff. So um, anyways, uh, before we get right into the news, um, we have some programming changes for this week and which is going to spill a little bit over into next week as well.
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a combination of things. There's a couple events that we're going to plus uh, next Tuesday's Fourth of July.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so all that is going to alter programming.
1: A bit for the next few yeah. weeks. So, and but you're gonna, we're gonna have content related to these changes uh, to to sort of supplement this stuff. So yeah. here's the deal. So tomorrow, uh, we've been invited, and it's awesome. Two uh, K uh, has invited us out to take part and get some info on the latest iteration, Two K eighteen, WW Two K eighteen. Um, and so, you know, if you guys have been paying attention on Twitter, all sorts of YouTubers are going out there who, you know, play the game and, and, and produce videos on the game. And so, uh, we're going to get to do that. We're going to have a video on that down the line. Um, and then, so if you have any questions for the developers of WWE 2K18, let us know, post them at, on the Twitters at real going in raw. That does mean, however, because we usually film our raw cap on Tuesdays. That means our Raw Cap, we're actually going to be dropping that on Wednesday, Yes, alongside our SmackDown recap. I'm not sure if we're going to do yeah. two episodes yeah, we'll or one see. giant feature-length episode. We'll
2: see. We'll find out. Um, A lot of talking. Also, G1 special is happening in Long Beach this weekend. We're That's going. Right. Yes. Saturday and Sunday. Um, and due to travel, mostly on my end, mm-hmm. um, it's going to uh, interfere with our normal production schedule. Therefore... Uh, no count out and no going in raw view. Correct. This weekend we are gonna do the recap of WrestleMania 25 still. Mm-hmm, yeah, because that's the one that was uh, voted, voted on, on. The
1: patrons. That will happen
2: the following Sunday, I believe that's July
1: 9th. Right. And on top of that. Um, Yes, we're going to be going to G1s, so there's none of that, but I'm planning on doing a travel vlog. Good. And then uh, we've been talking to somebody, a very special person, mm-hmm. potentially for uh, another video. Yes. Um, but, you know, we'll keep that under the wraps until it's actually done. Yes. So there's going to be some content related to that stuff. Um, and it's, it's cool. I like, you know what? Like, we can do reviews and countouts anytime. Yes. When there are special events, it's always fun. To get to do produce some videos and uh, and deviate from the normal. Yes. Way, you know, get out of the house.
2: Agreed. Yeah. And All
1: then right. with
2: the holiday, that
1: might interfere with things. That so happens on that's a Tuesday. So do we, wait, do we know? Is Cena coming back on the third? No. Fourth. Smackdown. Cena, he's going to be coming back on the fourth. Yeah. That's what the commercials are. Boy, say. that's weird. That's so weird. Who is going to watch that?
2: I mean, I will, just not that day. Right. I'll watch it the next morning
1: before I come over here and, and we talk about I'll it. I'll come home, put the kid down. I might load it up on the PlayStation View. Yeah. And watch it. It seems strange. Why not it weird. It's weird. It is weird. It's weird. Like, who's going to do that? So, yeah, that means we'll probably end up doing the Raw review.
2: Might have to do the same thing next week. We're doing yeah, we'll
1: week. probably do the same thing next
2: Wednesday, do both of them. Yeah, but then after that, things will probably go back to normal. Yeah, they'll go back to normal. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Uh, okay, let's get into the news, Larson. Yes. Once again... The rumors are rife. Rife? Rife. Rife. Yeah. That Hulk Hogan might be returning to the WWE.
2: Yeah, we've heard rumblings about uh, a possible return for a while, but then uh, Fightful.com had an exclusive story last Thursday um, that Hogan could be making return if he wants to. Apparently, it's all up to him. Um, The reports state, WWE has reached out to Hogan expressing their interest in a renewed working relationship since last summer, and Vince McMahon himself has called Hogan with that sentiment. Um, I'm told, this is all from Fightful, I'm told that Hogan is unsure about a return as he's in a good place financially (laughs) following the Gawker settlement as well as the laser spine surgery settlement. Um, uh, Apparently also he's out of shape and over 300
1: pounds. What's with everybody botching spine surgeries? Steve Kerr had a botched back surgery. Now Hogan has some sort of laser spine. surgery. I didn't hear about that. One.
2: Oh, that was a while ago. I read. Oh, was. It? I read
1: the yeah, Fightfuls report on that. Yeah, oh it was like in Gracious I don't know, a while ago. So basically, Hogan, fat, happy, swimming in pools of money, uh, thanks to, to taking down Gawker for releasing videotape of getting his knobs lobbed. By his friendo's wife. That's weird. The that whole thing was weird. Anyways, um, so, I, oh, oh, Hogan coming back. Uh, we're we're going to get some questions here about this from uh, some of you friendos out yeah. there. Uh, we'll just hop into this, yes. into this here. Uh, the Eater of Fruits, Bray Diet, over there on the Patreon, says, uh, With WWE's PR being a driving force behind so much of what they produce, do you see them affiliating with Hogan at this point as being in their best interest? Is he still any sort of a draw? That's two very different questions there. The second part of that question, I would distinctly say yes, because every casual fan, every casual fan in the world, he is still to this day the one name associated with pro wrestling. Do you know why I know this? You know what the latest, best evidence of this is? What? Because who is the, well, not the only, but at the very beginning of that new Glow series on Netflix, which we're going to talk about in a bit, Yes. Um, person raises their hand, wrestling. Do you mean like Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Hulk Hogan is still synonymous with wrestling. Oh, I know. Now, so I think, yes, I absolutely think that he will bring casual eyes over upon his return because,
2: well, I agree with you that, they will come back maybe once.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. But after that?
2: Yeah. Probably well, not. hey,
1: probably come not. on over to sample all our wares. So you bring him in, even if it's that one time, you might retain. You might retain a little bit. So I think he's a draw to a degree. Um, now, the, the first part of that question is a more interesting one. Do you see them affiliating with Hogan at this point as being in their best interest? That I don't know. What do you think?
2: Well, it depends what their interests are. If their interests are popping ratings, then they might think yes. Why wouldn't
1: that be in there? Why wouldn't that be their interest?
2: I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. I mean, based on how the, the the Money in the Bank ladder match, mm-hmm. the women's one, um, went down, the pay per view is obvious that their primary interest right now, or one, of their primary interest right now, was popping ratings. Yeah. The way that was handled.
1: Yeah, but that should always be. I, I see what you're saying. You're talking about a stunt versus like long term building. Yes. And, and, and you're exactly right. This is. It would be a stunt. I I, I honestly would think, and there's probably some degree of of validity to this, that Vince McMahon would understand. And I believe it's true that that Hulk Hogan is synonymous with the WWE. And and in part, that's kind of been a problem of theirs because there aren't a lot of names that are synonymous with, with wrestling the way Hulk Hogan is. Oh, I know. You know, yeah. like there is John Cena. When people say John Cena, the first thing they think of, I believe, is, oh, WWE. Yeah, yeah. And, But he's a crossover guy that so many people know. There just simply aren't that many crossover guys that that are sort of brand ambassadors, which is Hogan's, I think, last title.
2: Yeah, and I believe, uh, I don't know if it was in this report, but another thing I read, that's uh, that would be his title if he mm-hmm. we were to come back again.
1: Right, right. Um, there's just, there aren't that many people who can go into the, who, who are crossover personalities who are associated to the casual fan with wrestling, who can draw some eyes. And it's like, that's what you want to do. I mean, you know, do you want to pop ratings? Sure. Um, at, you know, sacrificing longevity, of course not. But if you can bring eyes to your product and people can see how great. You were mentioning off camera a couple of weeks ago that you and your brother who was in town was watching WWE. He started watching and he said the one stand. you said that the one standout to him was Kevin Owens. So if you bring casuals over with Hulk Hogan and or nostalgic people, you know, people who have you a know, fond memory of Hogan anyways. And they see Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, that kind of stuff. If it's on SmackDown or Ron Ross, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins. Um, then who's to say they wouldn't see, you know, some amount of interest.
2: Oh, in help benefit it's, that it's longevity. That's entirely
1: possible. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, is it someplace they want to go on a permanent basis? I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you want Hogan there every week? Probably not. I don't think Hogan want to do that every week. No. Um, Lee Fox says, hey there, friendos. I suppose the biggest question is, does Hogan still need WWE or does WWE still need Hogan? I don't think WWE needs Hogan. I don't think Hogan needs WWE. He seems, like I said, he seems to be fat, happy, and plenty of money. It's it's could they? Could the WWE use Hogan, and does Hogan want to jump back? Does Hogan care about the line? I mean, that's kind of the big question yes, for him. Yes, I know, I know. He doesn't need the money. Nope. Does he care about the crowd? Because from, from, anecdotally, I've heard so many wrestlers say, you, nothing can beat the crowd. Yeah, all that those swing pools full of money—they're not. It's not 17,000 people, mm-hmm. you know, chanting your mm-hmm. name, chanting mm-hmm. "Welcome back." I mean, there's still the ugliness of his departure, and you know, people have a short memory. So I'm not sure. You know, we're so enmeshed in pro wrestling, dude. Huh? You know, we we have a memory of it, but the casual fan. I don't think they're going to care, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. He's not going to come back and, you know, people are going to be like, apologize first, apologize first. You know, well, I,
2: I mean, we've said for a while that if he were to come back, you know, like an uh, interview on Legends with JBL.
1: That would have made all the sense in the world. Yeah, yeah, that would have made all the sense in the world. At this point, it, to be honest, though, at this point it's been kind of – I mean, it's been two years. I don't even know they'd go down that route because it probably I, – I don't know, maybe they would – I would imagine they're a big company, or, or they are a big company. I would imagine they might need to like focus group first and say, "Hey, when I say Hulk Hogan, what's the first thing that comes to mind?" That kind of thing, you know. And if enough people said, eh, "Guys are freaking racist," I, you know, we heard him say bad things, then they would probably go that route. If most people say, "Oh yeah, wrestling, fun, awesome stuff," brother, vitamins, prayers. I'm the man <laughs> Exactly. Then they'll probably just wheel him on out, you know, no apology necessary. So, uh, I don't know. Um Oh, but here here you go. Tyler Ferrara asks, How would you book Hogan's return to the WWE? How'd you book his return, dude? I you
2: mean, know, I I I I would feel like they would have to do some sort of mm-hmm. uh network special. Yeah. Uh you know, like Legends with JBL, do yeah. that. Yeah. See how that fares.
1: Yeah. And then just have him show up. Yeah. That's, That's pretty, pretty much, much it. But okay, so would it be like? Well, it's coming up. Well, SummerSlam's coming up. There's yeah. pl- There's plenty of time to get this done between now the- oh, and yeah. SummerSlam. Both parties are interested. Would it simply be the kind of thing where when he was a mania a couple of years ago, he just comes out, does a fun little fan segment? That's how you'd book it. Not like some mysterious authority figure. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would be
1: terrible. When he
2: was brought back, it was kind of, I mean, his title was ambassador, brand ambassador, but he was seen predominantly when he was on television. He was there to sell the network.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah.
2: Um, and now with the network being, you know, on, seems like, in a healthy state,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I don't think that would necessarily be one of his duties.
1: Kind of, kind of, kind of would be like, if if they went all in on, like, Hogan's back... Not like in terms of like storyline and stuff like that, but I could totally see them adding collections to the network. And it's like, what a cynical thing. Like you banish him for, you know, the right reasons. I mean, I know it's because it's hurting your business, but you know, you don't want to associate with that. And then you use his return from that banishment as like, you know, a selling point. Yeah, it's pretty cynical. It's pretty cynical. Uh let's see here. Um The Maharaja of Aggressive Style, JB. Uh, says, yeah. What kind of role do you think Hogan will have? if He possibly does return. Do you see him? Uh, do you possibly see him as a manager or commissioner or sm- of SmackDown after Daniel Bryan's contract ends, and he goes right to New Japan Pro Wrestling yeah. or, Ring of, or Horror, Ring of Honor or both? I know he's going to join the Kingdom, Larson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, he's going to he's going to join uh, Taguchi
1: Japan. Oh, he's Suzuki gooner. Are You kidding me? Ow, cramping my leg. That hurt. <laughs> oh God. Ow. Um, uh, stretch more stretch.
2: I don't know. You mentioned earlier about him not being on TV regularly. Yeah. That's probably the best idea. Probably.
1: Yeah, I'd th- I think so. He's, he's so old, man. I know. And if he's out of shape. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of oh, dude, traveling no, is good. couldn't awful. He wouldn't be able to come back if he's out of shape. Nobody wants to see Hoss Hogan. No. No. <laughs> It's not a character somebody uploaded. Somebody, no, somebody uploaded a Hoss Hogan under the Going In Raw hashtag on the PS4, but he's like, it's actually Trim Hogan. It's like they didn't really Hoss him up. They couldn't figure out where to do that. Uh, video. Oh, we have a video question from Patrick Sparks on the subject. Yes. Let's see what Patrick has to ask. Hey, friendos, Pat here. So uh, I was looking at things that were recently added to Netflix, and one of them is a documentary on the entire Hulk Hogan-Gawker lawsuit and all that, and how Gawker's a piece of shit and whatnot. But, with that and some talks of Hulk Hogan coming back to the company, what do you think is the actual percentage of him coming back now? In six months if he's not here, in a year if he's not back, and if he does come back, what do you think they're going to do? Some shitty appearance. Is he
2: gonna do something weird? What do you think? Thanks, Arnold. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. Um, odds he comes back soon. Ten percent.
1: Uh, odds that he comes back soon. Okay. Yes. Okay. First of all, odds that he ever comes back. Twenty-five percent. I'd probably go up to fifty because ever is a big, big. That's a long time. No, I know. You know, ever is a long But it would time.
2: depend what his primary motivating factor for a return would be.
1: Oh, absolutely. He's going to want that limelight, though. Just yeah. give it time. You know, you can do a lot with $31 million. You think he got all that? Wait, was that the final judgment? I don't remember. I thought it was like $100 million. Yeah, at first it was a lot. Yeah. Um, odd that he comes back soon. I don't see it like SummerSlam. I don't see it happening. I really don't see it happening. But Vince can be very convincing.
2: Anyways, six months odds, fifteen <sighs> percent.
1: Yeah, I mean they go, they they creep up.
2: And then a year, twenty five.
1: I mean wrestle. Let's say WrestleMania. Hulk, uh, can you come back with you? Think you can shed that weight by uh, WrestleMania? Oh brother, you know Carl jr really put out this new uh, this new baby rib burger, brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw a review on Steve's channel. Heard his crap. Look at that plug. See that? Anyways, uh, let's
2: talk coming a mile away when <laughs> you mentioned uh, <laughs> Carl <laughs> Junior. I knew exactly where that was going.
1: Uh, let's talk about Glow, Larson. the: gorgeous, yeah. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Man,
2: the, uh, the Netflix series based on the uh, 80s wrestling promotion, Glow, mm-hmm. premiered on Friday. Yeah. Um, we've managed to watch part of it, not the whole thing yet.
1: Yeah, I think I'm up to like, I've only got like three episodes left and I think you have like six. Yeah,
2: I've, I've watched the first three.
1: Okay, so you've got you you've seven episodes left. Okay. I watched like the first six, so I've like four. Um and Twitter was all a buzz. Yes. Twitter like eve like so many of my non wrestling friendos out there, which are plenty, um, were all abuzz about uh glow because it is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is really, really, really good. Um, I was actually really impressed um with how good it is. Mark Marin is so special. Like I Freaking love Mark Maron. He is so perfect for this role. Yeah,
2: he's great. Um, Allison Brie,
1: mm-hmm, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's really good. Awesome Kong yeah, she that, is. Yeah, that that was great. a mind blower because I was like, I, I thought I recognized her from something, and then when you mentioned that this morning, I was like, that's a mind blower because she's a standout. Yeah,
2: she's very good. the
1: charisma, like the the misuse of Awesome Kong. In terms of the charisma that she has, that I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Wow, stunning.
2: Yeah, she's really good.
1: Um, get some cameos from uh wrestling personalities. The Funkasaurus. What was the name in WWE? I know his name is Tyrus in Impact, and he's on Brodus he, Clay. Brodus Clay, thank you. And he's on the Greg Gutland show on Fox News, um, which is good for him. That's longevity right there. Yeah, that's diversifying.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh but like didn't JBL have a show on Fox Business? Was it Fox Business or, or CMMC, CNBC? One, one of two. those two. I think yeah. it was Fox Business. Um and then uh Carlito's in it, yeah. which was weird. It's so weird because he doesn't have an accent. And I I I totally thought that accent was legit of his. Like when he I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Yeah. I thought that was really way he talked. Maybe it is, and maybe he's just putting on a really good like. I don't know what the accent would be. He sounds like you know. It's stupid. Like you're, I'm an American, so it's not, I guess he has an American accent. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay, can't he can't say he has no accent because if you're a British guy, he has an accent. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, non. What do you call it? a non-regional dialect? Uh, John Morrison. Yeah, Johnny Mundo's in it. He's in it for a little bit. He's in it. Um, um, uh, the American Legion
2: Hall, where Pro Wrestling Guerrilla has their shows, makes an appearance. It's the exterior
1: of uh, of Mark Marin's gym. Oh, whoa, okay. Oh, wow, that makes total sense. Holy I crap. think the interior. I thought I read that,
2: that. that's that's uh, Chavo Guerrero's.
1: Oh, okay. He is.
2: He's one of the trainers.
1: Yeah, yeah, for yeah. The show. Um. Alex Riley yep. makes an appearance. Joey Ryan does. Joey Ryan and his... Uh, are they married yet? Uh, Laura yeah, I so. James? I think they Claire James? I, I think, think they're married, yeah. Okay. She's in it very briefly. Um, so, yeah, and then there's all sorts of little Easter eggs in there. There's, like, Carlito holding an apple. There's a reference to, to Bailey's gimmick. Um, there's all sorts of great things. I did want to see... Who plays... Uh, I, re- I really wish you would scroll. There's so many ads on this stupid thing. Uh, oh, here we go. Who are you curious about? Uh, Who is this? Oh, the uh, the producer? Oh, no, never mind. I didn't want to see him. Who are you curious about? Um, the dad, the, the... Oh, Galantz. Okay, who is this? Winston James Francis. Who is this? Is he just an actor? I haven't got that far yet. Yeah, so he's actor. Oh, okay, so he's just an actor. Because he look. I mean, he looks like he could be a wrestler. Uh, He's the dad of, uh, he's uh, Brodus Clay and Carlito's dad. Um, The father of one of the wrestlers. Yeah. So anyways, um... No, it's fantastic. I mean, so here, I mean, it's, it's, in my, I was thinking about it. This, this show does so much more than WWE ever has done in explaining wrestling, everything about it, why it should be appreciated, Mm -hmm. the reasons for its existence. It's validating why pro wrestling is a legitimate entertainment form. Yes. And it counters the entire, like, it addresses head on the, yeah, this stuff is fake. Like, it does it in such an organic, natural, realistic way while maintaining, like, some of the best written characters Mm -hmm. I've seen on TV in a while. Um, it has a phantom. We already mentioned this has a fantastic cast. Yes. Um, the production value is
2: oh, the attention to detail. Oh, it's fantastic. fantastic. Like right.
1: it really puts you in the era. Yeah. Um, I have not researched at all. Um, how authentic? It's the actual it's a complete
2: fictional. fictional that's what that's what yeah. I figure.
1: Yeah, because I did some very bare bones. Yeah, I did too. And I was like, okay, this doesn't. But it. I mean, that's pro. I mean, it
2: seems me. like the the maybe the bare. Essentials
1: mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah in yeah.
2: terms of you know yeah, there really was a, a director mm-hmm. that brought it that was brought in little okay. creative to an extent yeah. and there was you know a TV producer and that 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 created the show right kind of right right yeah yeah but right, beyond yeah. that the the Netflix series is completely fictional. okay
1: there. yeah that's what I figured. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really good we got some questions here about it so we're gonna go straight to those from Discord Club designer Manuel Garcia De Perez. Hey
2: friendos, do you think glow can help people on the mainstream uh get some insights into how wrestling goes? seems to me it explains stuff like gimmicks, faces, and heels in a way people might start to get oh people might may start to get it sorry, yeah, um yeah, absolutely. I, if anything these days is gonna bring mainstream audiences back to wrestling, um
1: this is as good a chance as any. it's yeah, I know exactly it's gonna be stuff like this and this specifically like it's it's yeah, it doesn't. It, just, it tackles it head on, mm-hmm. you know, and they get into the details of it. It's fantastic and how difficult it is. And yes. There's this great sequence. You're not there yet, but there's a great sequence where um, the the lead heel and the lead face um, go and they get some tips from the characters played by Brodus Clay and Carlito, and, uh, and you just see the repetition over and over again. And kind of, honestly, it looks like, and I don't know if it is or not, but... It looks like Johnny Mundo's backyard, from what we saw in the oh. Lawrence and James documentary. Yeah, yeah. A ring set up in the backyard, huh. kind of looks exactly like it. So I'm thinking, maybe, maybe. Um, but uh, they're they're going over things, and uh, and like it, stuff takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I like this question here from Von Eric. Von Eric, similar to the Glow series in subject matter, if not tone. What older wrestling promotion do you think? Would be interesting if featured in a television series. He says, being from Texas, I'm admittedly partial to the idea of a WCCW series. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think that would be fascinating. And E-C-W. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that, and I absolutely agree. AWA. Mm-hmm. And Vern Gagne. Early days. Well, they already did that. It's called The Wrestler. Early days of Vince buying
2: up the territories.
1: Starring Vern Gagne.
2: Tranquilo Vega.
1: Tranquilo.
2: Hey, friend, I just started watching Glow last night. I didn't look too far into the cast or anything like that, but I was so I was pleasantly surprised to see Johnny Mundo have a pretty big role so far. Even if it was just a small cameo appearance, who are some other wrestlers you guys think would fit well or would just love to see in the series either way? Thanks, guys.
1: Show me the Young Bucks. Oh, yeah. They have merch at Hot Topic now. Right? They do.
2: Apparently, uh... They're going to start selling Glow merch at Hot Topic, oh too. Wow. Ooh, oh, nice. So, uh, cool. might be a reason to go into Hot Topic.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um,
2: try to think of some uh, 80s wrestlers.
1: The Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Good. Anybody. Anybody's all good. I just want to see the Young Bucks. They already kind of look like us are from the 80's. Yeah, pretty much. You've got the big chops going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brock without the K Lesnar. Who had the best cameo in Glow? He says, in my opinion, Joey Ryan and Alex. Alex Ryan was really good. He was a very naturalistic actor. He was good. Did you get to that part yet? No, I haven't. Okay, he was good, man. I, when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's good for him. And he was very natural. It was great. I guess based on the three episodes I've seen, I'll say say uh, John Morrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was good. Because he kind of played it a bit meathead. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you know? He did. It was good. I like when he started marking out for the girl because she was Oh, I know, I know, John I know. Jackson.
2: That was great. Uh, B.P. Sculpin' Deathlock. Would WWE, this is a good question, would WWE induct any glow stars other than ivory into the Hall of Fame? Mount Fiji and Matilda the Hun would be fantastic additions, and I imagine really empowering speeches.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. Do we know if the characters, like the gimmicks? I believe it's
2: entirely fictionalized.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. So I have, I have no idea.
2: I don't know. Um, I, I, did, I actually didn't know that Ivory was in GLOW, so I looked into it, and she actually was very successful in
1: GLOW. Oh, oh, yeah. So I would not be surprised. Oh, that's fun. oh my God, yeah. If uh, you know, WWE was Well that you know, know they 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 ran some WWE footage through it, so they yeah. had to get you know clearance.
2: Yeah, yeah, some clearance. So I would not yeah. be surprised if Ivory is inducted into the Hall of Fame in you April.
1: To, you would have to. You would I have not paid attention to see if has any like Stephanie or Triple. Has anybody not tweeted anything around. about it? Okay, you would think that that's. This is, that's got to be nothing but a positive for them. I know. You know I haven't run through the entire well, I was, series. I was but.
2: watching, through, uh, I was watching uh, WrestleMania 25 some last night, and I okay. got to the match with uh, Jericho versus Steamboat, Piper, and Snooka, yeah. where Mickey Rourke was involved. In the oh, Eagle. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were all in on getting him involved in the show. Oh, the yeah, wrestler. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would suspect. You would think they would want to get involved in some capacity with GLOW because it's being so well-received. Steamboat had a good match. He was fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. He was really good. I know. I was
1: shocked. I know.
2: I mean, you know, like, Snooker didn't look good.
1: Yeah. No, I know. Piper I know. didn't look good. No, I know. I know. But
2: Steamboat looked great.
1: Dude, he, he still could and he could
2: still wrestle. He could play in a five-star match right now. Or in 2009, he could I know. have.
1: The brain thing still freaks me out, though, man. I, can't, yeah, that's I weird. can't look at him without thinking about the brain thing.
2: I wonder if that was before or after that. I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, We got a video question from Julian Morris. Okay.
1: This is your Super Chat Champion, Julian Morris. I'm over here at work trying to get this video question in real quick. Me and my wife binge-watched Glow this weekend, and I love the series. Um, What is your favorite Easter egg from the series? Mine was seeing Carlito's apple when he walked out. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
2: Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Julian. Uh, favorite Easter egg, uh, the PWG Arena.
1: Yeah, man. God damn, i got to go back and watch that again. Well, I have like three more episodes, four more episodes to watch. That was cool. That is cool.
2: I think I read about it before I watched any of the episodes, so I'm on the
1: lookout for it. My, my favorite was uh, when the girl says, can somebody's gimmick just be hugging somebody? Yes, it can. But you have to be very careful how you write that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Alright, so moving on, speaking of women's wrestling, we've got the May Young Classic coming up, Larson and we've yes. got some more details
2: about that. We do this morning, Monday, WWE announced that Jim Ross will be joined by Lita
1: mm. Amy Dumas, or Dumas? Uh, God, man, I've, I've literally heard it pronounced seemingly correctly like three different ways. I'll say Lita Dumas, Dumas, Dumas
2: Anyways, that's to be your commentary team uh, that's awesome. That's for great. the entire uh, May Young Classic. That's fantastic. I know, which is great. Yeah. Um, the show will start airing August 28th. Um, they'll do the first kind of grouping of episodes. Then, second grouping of episodes will be released September 4th, and the finals will air live on September 12th on the WWE Network, of course. And then uh, the network will also have a bracketology special um, after SummerSlam, same nice. night. Very good. Um, and this, of course, comes on the heels of uh, the latest announcement of five competitors for the tournament mm-hmm. um, with uh, Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. and Abby Laith, formerly Kimberly.
1: Abby Laith is going to be her NXT name.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, kind of headlining the latest group of talent. Yeah. This good. is all very, very cool.
1: Yeah. This is really neat. Um, I'm excited about this. Uh Interesting that they're playing with the uh, release format, the release schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two batches and then the finals.
2: People that want to binge watch yeah. can do so. Yeah. As opposed to Cruiserweight Classic where there's a new episode every week.
1: Yeah. So I like that. That's good. Yeah, me too. They're they're, they're playing with things. We have some questions here. First from Matt the Lunatic Mullet Simpson. Uh, which five women from any era and any company would you love to have in the Mae Young Classic? Awesome Kong. Yeah. I want her in there. Damn it. Um... AJ Lee, yes. i going back a ways, I'm not. You know, I'm just not that well versed in, in women's wrestling. Oh, I always liked her. Yeah, she was. Good. I always really liked yeah. Torres. Was she at 25? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's in the Battle Royal. Oh, okay. Okay. I think. I don't know.
2: I thought I saw her there. That could be wrong. Um,
1: I like that they're that they're thinking of bringing. They're trying to bring in. What's her name? Serena Deeb. Mm-hmm. She was the the female in the uh, the Straight Edge Society.
2: Yeah. It'd be cool. I don't know if she can wrestle, uh, like, if she, if she has injury issues, but uh, uh, Sarah Del Rey.
1: Oh, I know. That would have been really cool because she never had her WWE moment, but she's been yeah. so integral in the, oh, yeah. you know, development of the Yeah, that'd be division. really cool. No, I, yeah, I don't know if
2: she has, you know, if she, could, if she can't do to injury or whatnot. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know. Above titles, Alex C. If there were older
2: wrestlers in the May Young Classic, like Tajiri and Kenchik were in the CWC, who would you want and who would you definitely not want? East Torres. Yeah.
1: We just sort of said that. Um who would you definitely not want? I don't know if there's anybody I'd definitely, I'm trying to think who would I definitely not want? I wouldn't want like Candice Michelle. I wouldn't I don't even really want them to bring back. They keep on talking about bringing back uh Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Like why? I don't get that. That's weird. I like the uh, I like Layla. She was cool. Yeah, she was, she cool. was all right. Yeah. I don't remember if she was like a great. She was I think a decent wrestler. Yeah. I think
2: I was watching, again, WrestleMania 25 last night. I wonder if Michelle McCool would do anything for it.
1: Yeah, maybe. Michelle so, uh, 2Beast, that's the name, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how close to the Cruiserweight Classic do you predict the Mae Young Classic uh, will be getting in terms of success and quality? Um, also want to shout out to Diana Perrazzo. hoping she competes in the Classic, because I'm a huge fan of her work. She's done some work in NXT before. Mm-hmm, yeah, she has. Um... Okay, in terms of quality, I'd say it's probably going to be on... Well, know, boy, there's some really good wrestling in the Cruiserweight Classic. I
2: think there'll be some really good wrestling in I the think there will be two. Young Classic. Yeah, crew. I
1: think there will be, too. I'm just saying, like, those Cruiserweights, like, they're known for their matches. They're known for, like, putting on amazing matches. Um, but I think it'll be up there. Yeah. Uh, in terms of success, I have no idea. I don't know. I think that a couple things will affect it. I think the, um, the release schedule... Might be more beneficial to it. Might yeah. be less beneficial to yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So it's going to be difficult to say whether or not it's going to be a, a, a true success. How many I'll, names? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, Measure. What do you think the success was? The success was uh, of the UK tournament versus the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, I don't really know how to how to rate it. I mean, the Cruiserweight Classic. That, that's the thing I'm saying is that the Cruiserweight Classic was so up there. Yeah. It was. You know, it was so I mean, the, freaking the, good. It's a high bar. The United Kingdom
2: tournament was really good, but I think even with that, the quality and the wrestling overall for the Cruiserweight Classic was better. That's my thing. But I think part of it too was just the format. You know, the, the, the tournament in Blackpool was two days mm, five. Yeah, that's true. Whereas the Cruiserweight Classic they shot in chunks mm-hmm. so they could really work with the wrestlers and booking really good, interesting matches. They just had more time to
1: do it. I just think when you scour the world like the the point that this is my thing. The point of the Cruiserweight Classic was let's scour the world. And find the best. And I know, granted, there's like plenty of people that were, you know, there was no Leo Rush there. There was no, there's, you know, yeah. But let's scour the planet, and let's bring in from every single country available all the best cruiserweight wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And so, by its very premise, the wrestling itself is going to be better than pretty much anything else you put on, because those were matches they let people do whatever they could do. Yeah. And so. That's why I think it's like the most successful version of this kind of thing that you could possibly have. You know, you've got the U.K. tournament, but part of the U.K. scene also is personality. Mm-hmm. We know this. Mm-hmm. And they had to change a lot of that because yeah. they had to fit the WWE version of storylines for a two-day tournament. Yes. And so, although I love the U.K. tournament, that was fantastic, that Cruiserweight Classic sets such a high bar for wrestling. Um, I think you can only kind of hope to get close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say this has a chance to be on par in terms of success with the UK tournament. That would be my suspicion. Uh, Karen asks, with Lita joining JR on commentary and uh, Jessica, formerly Kennedy Brink, as NXT's first female referee for the May Young Classic, which other women would you like to see involved in non-wrestling capacities, uh, be it backstage interviews, ring announcers, uh, bracketology host like Corey Graves was it? The I co- would co- I co- would
2: co- yeah. not be surprised if Renee Young was the bracketology host. Oh yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if she was doing uh backstage interviews. Yeah, that sounds yeah that sounds pretty obvious. Um, it'd be cool if they could get uh Trish Stratus involved somehow. I know. She oh, just, I know. Yeah, she just had yeah. a kid not that long ago. Yeah. So I don't know if
1: on the bracketology special they only it, that was that was only uh, Corey against the green screen, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. that sounds with right. interviews. Yeah, because I was trying to think of a good spot for uh, for Trish Stratus, um, but I I really liked your idea of Sarah Del Rey. I really like that. I think getting her involved. Oh yeah, she should be involved in some somehow. Capacity. Would you know? Would absolutely be great. Like she lends such a such a, a wealth of experience herself, yes. and I mean, for what it is it could be argued that she brings in a more experience than like Alita does because Lita was up on the big scene. I know Lita paid her dues plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like Sarah Del Rey was an indie darling mm-hmm. for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, to be a coach mm-hmm. and 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 have such an influence on the biggest influx of quality women's wrestling that we've seen ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be a, a, an interesting that perspective. That experience I kind of yeah. would actually prefer, but I'm not complaining. Next in the news, yes, Daniel Bryan, confirmed Whoa. Ring of Honor signing. Hold on, C- Cody Rhodes against him. Not quite world title. So yeah,
2: Daniel Bryan <laughs> got the internet all worked up this
1: weekend. Oh, he, uh, oh.
2: Congratulated Cody Rhodes on uh, on winning the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Cool moment. Yeah. Um, by tweeting. Um, to Cody if you hold the ring of honor title 462 days i may have to come after you which Ooh. would be September 28th 2018
1: Ooh. be forewarned
2: Hashtag final countdown. Ooh. So a lot of people interpreted this as uh, essentially a challenge that he would want to wrestle Cody if you were if you were still champion yeah i, I took that baby. And that uh, yeah. and that Daniel Bryan's contract would be up sometime around late
1: September mm-hmm. But then right after this tweet he tweeted Hashtag trolling for light. Yeah, of course he put that because I imagine there's probably legal reasons why he shouldn't be <laughs> he shouldn't be doing that. But also, you know, obviously Daniel Bryan has not said forthright. Yeah, no, I've been cleared by all the people I want to, to have clear I know, me. I know. And as soon as I'm doing, you know, obviously he's not going to say it's like that. he has a calendar. He's just checking off the days until he comes back. Feels like that. I know. It totally feels like it that. really does. I hate, dude. I guarantee you. He's got that calendar out, at least for that contract. He has that date circled. Oh, dude, he doesn't want to be there. I know. Like, I think that he's, it's 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 fantastic that he's as professional as he is. He's making the best of the situation. A- yeah, absolutely. But are you kidding me? That dude wants his freedom. He wants to explore, man. Let him explore. Yes. So, Larson, oh, yes. Uh, do, or do we have, oh, we got a quote here. Yeah, a quote, quote from Cody. Yeah. Uh, he
2: spoke with Sports Illustrated's Extra Mustard um, and Cody's responded to this. I know, Cody's great. I'm going to touch on something later on he said in his interview that's not related to the story, but I thought it was funny. Uh, during this interview with Extra Mustard, uh, Cody responded to Daniel Bryan's tweet by saying, quote, I don't think it was a challenge, just fun. Daniel Bryan remains one of my friends. Final countdown would be a welcome tune, even as a competitor. I have always looked up to Dan. It would be a it would be major, major box office for all involved. Later on, uh, the interviewer asked him about his relationship with Kenny Omega, and this is what... Cody Rose, I'm paraphrasing. He says, We're both fans of Star Trek Next Generation, so
1: we're, we're still friends.
2: <laughs> and that was great.
1: That is going to be fun to see what happens. Well, let me ask this. What are the odds that he's going to beat Okada at the G1? Zero. Zero? Yeah. No? Nothing? All
2: right, 1%. There's always a chance something could happen. You're right about that. I have a feeling that match is going to... There's not going to be a winner. Double count out or something like that.
1: Oh, that'd be interesting, huh?
2: Double, they're not going to give us a double count out. Time limit draw. They're not going to do that again. But I don't think anybody's getting pinned. I would be surprised.
1: I'll put it this way. I, I, I could see Cody getting pinned. Um, I could see that happening. Only because... If they put on just an amazing match, mm-hmm. if they, if if I, if if New Japan came to Ring of Honor, said, look, we got a great relationship. This is Okada we're talking about, because Ring of Honor they're not stupid. Oh, I know. Okada is the once in a generation champion. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cody Rhodes just got the belt. Yes, in Ring of Honor, it's not a huge detriment to you know what would you know be really interesting. If Kenny Omega threw in the white towel, yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> <laughs> for Cody Rhodes, could you imagine that? I oh can't my God! I the think entire crowd would go that's possibility. Oh man, maybe they maybe they set it up way too obviously. Now that we have set it, it's not going to happen. Um, but uh, anyway,s let's talk about Daniel Bryan some more. But man, I can't. That's going to be. I, I I really want. I do want to get. Uh, Final. I want to see the match that Cody and Christopher Daniels had, and see where Cody's at. Yes, because Cody's a fantastic wrestler. I'm just really curious to see what he can do with Okada. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because Okada is the freaking man. Yeah, but I don't think Cody's a Kenny Omega, and I want to see if he can step it up to that level. No, I agree. I I agree.
2: Because his match against uh, Michael Elgin Mm -hmm. um, at Dominion was good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't fantastic. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Boy, he's a hell of a promo, though. Yes. Man, he's a hell of a promo. His he, he character work looks is outstanding. outstanding. He yes. looks like a million bucks. Yes. When he's standing there in the, the the elite or, like, you know, clowning around, and he's got that pursuit on, God. Handsome, man. Yes. Uh, anyways, uh, we got some questions here about Daniel Bryan. If Daniel Bryan from uh, Mohit Bali, uh, if Daniel Bryan agreed to compete in five dream matches outside WWE, which opponents and on what shows or arenas would you want to see him compete in? Um, well, he said that he wants to face uh, Kushida, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Bang! That's that one, one right there. Kenny Omega, of course. Kenny Omega. Um, at this point, I'd want Cody Rhodes. I want him. Yeah. To, I want this tweet to happen. Yeah. Um, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal would be great. How I many we got? Four. We've got four. Um, oh, Okada. I was going to say Alberto Del Rio in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> 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 so I can do a review. And then Larson, not comes, in. Larson comes in my frame. I want to be in on this. It's going to happen. One. It's not going to happen. You know who's wearing his Alberto Del Rio trunks in that last episode of Impact? It said ADR on them. Alberto was? Yeah. Not the El Petron. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not interesting. That's a nice way of putting it. King of hostile
2: style, Joshua the Dynamic Knight Martinez. Hey, friendos, do you guys think any major promotion would put their major title on Daniel Bryan, Ring of Honor, uh, world title, IWGP heavyweight
1: championship? Any of those places would put that title on him in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Ring of Honor just put it on Cody Rhodes and they're not going to put it on Daniel Bryan. Are you kidding me? How many eyes would go immediately to Ring of Honor? A lot. That Fight app, this amazing Fight TV app, which I love so much. Yes, yeah, good. It would blow up in my yep, hands. yep great. I hope it wouldn't blow up in your hands. New Japan World would see their subscriber based surge. Yes. Oh, man, are you kidding me? Give me a break. Charles Sips is The idea of Daniel
2: Bryan wrestling outside of WWE enough leverage for Vince to allow him to wrestle again in WWE. Nope.
1: He doesn't care. Nope. He does not care. He cares about one thing, making sure his company is not associated with brain damage. Mm -hmm. That's what he cares about, and rightfully so. Yeah. If he has his guy who says, We are taking the safe route, then you need to listen to that guy. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, take a chance with Tyler Vance asks, what is the probability of Ring of Honor keeping the belt on Cody until Brian, Dan, Daniel Bryan's contract WWE is up so they can feud for the title? He thinks about 65-75. No, that's, that, they're not They're one, They're one. not
2: going to base their booking decision on what Daniel Bryan made. One year. is
1: completely unrelated to the other. So if Cody Rhodes is still carrying that belt in September of next year, that is completely because they think Cody Rose is what's best for business, yes. not because they think Daniel Bryan could fight him.
2: Yes. Uh, the Shit Twins advocate, Alex Corrente. Do you guys, in your honest opinion, want Daniel Bryan to wrestle again? Seizures caused from concussions just seem like something that should not be messed with, and if I saw Daniel get hurt as a fan, I would not
1: be able to shake a feeling of guilt. Um, I, yes. I absolutely want to see him wrestle again, as long as, and I believe that he would take the proper precautions to and measures himself. to ensure that he has as reasonable a chance of being uh, safe in the ring as anybody else who's wrestling today. Ever, anybody who steps foot in the ring has the chance of ending their career just like that. Mm-hmm. Even ending their life just like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, as Kenny Omega put it, we all walk in there and we all try to lower the percentage of that happening as much as possible. He, was, he said that when he was talking about Shibata. Yeah. Um, God, my kid hit the Shibata headbutt on me the other day because she like, you know, she sleeps in between me and Lacey and she like went to get on my, like put her head on my pillow and she just, <laughs> she just bang. And I was like, fuck, is she okay? And she was fine. Man. Freaking Shibata's status there, I man. She might have to retire from wrestling. Um. Anyways, uh, obviously, I wouldn't want to see him, you know, get it, have a seizure in the ring. No. Um, but that being said, Dan- I don't think Dan- Daniel Bryan is. I think there are plenty of wrestlers in the history of pro wrestling who would have no problem wrestling against their best interests. I do not believe Daniel Bryan is one of them. I just I think that he's too smart for that.
2: I don't. I mean, based on every indication, if if all his doctors said no, don't do it, he would listen. Mm-hmm. But I think if a majority of them say yes, you can, he's going to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree So with
2: depending that. on his on one's perspective, that could be. You know, like I say, if you he went to eleven doctors, six said yes, five said no.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, yes, majority of doctors. But still
1: not. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the odds are drastically in your favor, majority, you know? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I I I'll, I'll put it this way: it would surprise me if he and uh, you know, it would surprise me if five out of eleven said no, he would still do it. That would that would actually surprise me. Yeah, I don't know. It really would. You're right. I don't know, and we I have no use, idea either because I don't, don't know. know.
2: We're basing all our our our, our 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 thoughts on like what we've seen on Total Bellas, pretty much.
1: Yeah, on Total Bellas, and on then, Talking Smack, and, and a handful of interviews, in his Twitter. Yeah, exactly. So, is it obvious that he really wants to do it? Oh yeah. Is it obvious that that would cloud his judgment to the degree? If five doctors told me not to do something, I'm not doing it. I don't care how many other doctors said yes. Um, that's me speaking. Yeah, and I know you're probably the same way. Yeah,
0: probably. If
1: one said don't do it, I probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. I don't know because we don't know him a much. Yeah, we don't know. But I would like to think that he's smart enough.
2: No, I, I, I don't. think. Yeah, he, he's five, he's, not, he's a very bright guy. Yeah, but you know, he he speaks all the time about how wrestling specifically performing in the ring, is like what he's most passionate about. Yeah, And, you know, even, what, two years since retiring, it seems like he's really having a hard time coping with the fact that he can't wrestle still. Yeah. And so I think if there's any avenue by which that he thinks he can do it, he is going to at least give it a try. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm fascinated to know what... What's really interesting, I think, for me is, is say, Ring of Honor wants to bring him back in and, and, and say Daniel Bryan's doctors clear him. Like does Ring of Honor send him to a specialist? Mm, yeah, you know, on, on on their behalf, so they can get. Do they have their own guy testing? Yeah. and a diagnosis and a prognosis about what you right. know what what potential injuries he might subject himself to by wrestling again. I'm sure he can adjust his style to protect himself best he can, but that's only kind of half the the thing. You know, you're still facing an opponent. Stuff can happen. Mm-hmm. Accidents happen. You can still get hurt. He's still, you know, like. Take a bump wrong and land your head and get concussed. Mm-hmm. No matter how many precautions you take,
1: yeah, you or your opponent, yeah,
2: stuff can still happen. So, you know, if the if he said he's had like at least ten concussions that he's worth.
1: Oh god! And yeah, the more
2: concussions like you have, it makes you more susceptible to getting them. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a lot of danger to put yourself in. It's making my head hurt. I know. I like talking about this is making
1: my head Me hurt. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I you know we wish him the best. We hope yes, absolutely smart about his future. Um, But anyway, that's it for the show. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, you have all the programming info for the week. We said that at the top of the show. So we'll talk to them again, I guess, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Correct. All right, until then, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home,